0: If you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toe Ear Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeearguitars.us, that's t-o-i-r-g-u-i-t-a-r-s.us, and contact Ed today. Up here, recording podcast episode one thirty eight. What's going on, Neil? What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing well. So you were off today, right?
1: Lovely day off. Doing anything good? No, not a thing. It was uneventful. Wrote a song. <laughs> That's good. That's uneventful. I, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how good it is. It's a. Uh, it's. It's more funny than good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll
0: talk about that later. But we've got yeah, yeah. we've got a couple great guests tonight. We've oh, yeah. got American Blonde with us. Welcome, Nada. Hey
2: guys. Hey.
0: Bye, hey. Y'all. Natta and hey, Tinka, right?
2: Yeah. That's yeah. us. Thank you guys for Sister having. duo. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So glad you could be here. And while we're talking with you tonight, we're going to have a little uh, Weller 12-year-old. Uh-oh. I'm
2: so jealous. <laughs> we do love ourselves some Weller. That's so cool. Big Weller fans over here.
1: We even hear that you have a dog named Weller.
2: I do have a dog named Weller. He's in here with us. <laughs> He's actually sleeping right next to me.
1: <laughs> he knew it was going to be going on in this podcast today. He just stayed All close. Right. He was going to hear Weller a lot. He thought, I just why leave the room? <laughs> I
2: love
0: it. Weller is crazy right now. I mean, you can't even go out and find a green label bottle of Weller.
2: You can't. Yeah, can't. You really can't. Where are you finding it? I know you guys are up in Kentucky.
0: Yeah, We're, you can't. Well, the the, the <laughs> the 12 year old you have to be very lucky you have to be like uh you got first you got to be in one of the stores that's going to stick to the msrp you know it's that's, that's that's one thing it just pisses me off i went into <laughs> i went into the valero uh uh liquor store here in fairdale where we live the other day and the they, valero liquor store <laughs> <laughs> and they they had a bottle of 12 year weller for Two hundred and fifty bucks? Are you kidding
2: me? I believe it, man. It, it, man, outrageous. I know. I think there's one store here in Nashville that sells good stuff, and then that's that's it. Can't find it anywhere else. Yeah,
1: Nashville finding like decent prices on alcohol in Nashville is insane. You can't buy a bottle of like bourbon, good bourbon. It's crazy. It's
2: crazy. It is so crazy, man. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, it is hard sometimes. Like over here in Mount Juliet, I'm in the Mount Juliet area. And they have a liquor store called Providence Wine and Liquor. And you can become one of their members. Man. And they will send you text updates like, you got 12 hours to come beat the crowd Are again, you, whatever color we have available. And I'm like, I drop everything. I'm like, I got to go get some <laughs> <welders. laughs> <laughs> well,
3: color. So
0: you know, so we have Cox's Liquors and we had Liquor Barn. You know, they'll stick to the MSRP, yeah. but you got to be there like the day it's on the shelf. Yeah. That's right. Now, they do limit to one bottle per customer, which helps. But if you're not there, yes. if you're not there that day, word spreads like that.
2: It does. It does. so fast. Well, it man, you guys enjoy. That's yes. Yeah,
0: so cheers. Hey, cheers. cheers. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Guys. <laughs> Wish you guys were here with us. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> Next time.
0: But it does look like, uh, we were talking to Melissa today, it does look like you guys might be able to fit us in your schedule on September 30th. Uh, yeah. You guys probably haven't even heard yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're dying to get up there and see you guys in person. That would be so much fun. So yes, we're looking forward to seeing you guys then. Oh,
1: speaking of How's the dog? It was was Weller the dog or was it?
2: It was her dog. It was Bruno. Bruno. He had a beautiful- he did. He had a bad chipped tooth and that's exactly why we couldn't make it. It was like an emergency thing. They're like, we need to do surgery right now. And I went, so oh, yeah, okay. they, they did say it <laughs> It, it yeah. was ridiculous. They're like, you need to shell out a thousand dollars right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'd rather doing a podcast anything yeah, <laughs> for my baby." though. So, Man, you know. dog
1: teeth must, must be worth more no, than I, human I, teeth. Everything <laughs> dogs do, it's ridiculous. Believe me, that vet
2: bill. <laughs> Babies. They, they like are real people. No,
1: that's <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a fact. That's a fact.
2: It is. My babe. Babe. So I'm going to say
0: <laughs> I'm going to say one more thing about the Weller, and then I'm going to quit so I don't get mad. <laughs> but you know, ten years ago, you used to be able to go in the liquor store anytime and get a bottle of Weller. Well, maybe it's been more than ten now. But Weller, twelve year old for about twenty bucks.
4: <gasps> are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: Do y'all, I just appreciate how the whole time he's saying this, he's holding the glass up, like making an important, (laughs) real important fact. (laughs) This is factual announcement. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: So we'll start, we'll start with, uh, we'll let you guys choose, but we always start with with the same question. We're going to ask you to go back to childhood and just share with the listeners your early memories of music and you know, maybe at what point did you realize music was going to be a huge part of your life?
2: Oh, my gosh. Man, that's such what a great a good, question. deep question. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Do you want yeah. me to go first? I want to say maybe like the very... No, you go first. Oh, Because it's like we grew up in the Mississippi Delta. Yeah. So it's like you're surrounded by music since the day you, you know, are popped out of the womb if you're <laughs> in that area. So it's really hard to kind of pinpoint for us like when exactly, exactly. when it happened. But you go. Probably so. Go. Let's see, our mom and dad wanted to have a piano in the house and they thought it would, you know, it would be pretty decoration. And I just stared at it and I was like, somebody's got to play that. So I begged for piano lessons and I took the piano lessons and I like loved the piano and I ran with it and I would play the piano at our school, we went to Presbyterian Day School and we had chapel every Friday. Right. Yeah. And he asked me to play the piano and that's when we discovered Tinka could sing and Tinka sang. <laughs> you remember, I that's would play the piano right. and you would and sing? And I would sing. We did like, not going to write you a love song by yeah. Sarah Morellis and th- things like that. Like we did like Taylor Swift. and We things. did some Taylor Swift, some gospel A songs. little bit of ACDC. I think Back in Black was <laughs> that I learned how to play on the drums. Yeah. You
0: did that at song. chapel?
2: Yeah. No, no we didn't do that. not the ACDC, but we, <laughs> so it's weird. So our school was like Presbyterian. So we did that starting out. And then as soon as we knew we could do that, we we're like, all right. What else can we do? And then our parents are like, well, we have these bars hanging around and I guess they really love you girls and they'd like to have you play. So we really did grow up playing like bars and juke joints, joints and barbecue um, festivals, and, like blues clubs and things like that at the ages of like 10 and 11. Yeah. Oh, right? <laughs> it
1: <laughs> has
2: been fun. We started with the blues and, you know, we wanted to be like blues singers musicians. and musicians and we started You're the-
1: born into that in the Mississippi Delta, oh, you Yeah.
2: You're in it, you're in it, yeah. and we, we always said, like, our running thing that we say is, Well, we were never good at sports, so like, if you've <laughs> ever been to Mississippi Delta, it's really small, so. Everyone yes. played sports. And if you didn't play sports, you weren't cool. You were kind of like an <laughs> outcast. And we were just, we just had music. It was just like, it, oh, we love music. Yeah. And it was fun. We did have friends that came and supported us all would, the time. They would make little signs in middle school and come to our shows. And it was yeah. such so fun. Oh, love it. It was a blast.
1: You are like uh, rock school before rock school was formed, you know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I guess so, right? That was fun. Oh man, good, good times. Time. You
1: know, it's interesting. You you all hit kind of two points that you know we've had a lot. This is episode one thirty eight, and there's always a through line with um kind of there. There's ways people start in piano and church. They're all they're generally separate. It's either I started singing in church and I didn't know that I like singing, or I didn't know that I or I started playing guitar in church, or uh, or it's, we had a piano, um, which I think, I think a lot of people uh, that, that don't have parents that play kind of just have a piano in the house that for some reason.
2: For some reason, like a fancy decoration or something. Yeah. But, uh,
1: well, you know, I, my parents don't play. We had a piano in our house too. And, you know, my sister took lessons. I ended up taking lessons, uh, not long, but it's just, it's always wild to know that, at, at some baseline, there's just this through line that always happens, and to kind of have them both at, at one time is pretty neat. So to get,
4: yeah. and
1: you know, you just said your your sister took lessons, and not long we hear that a lot too. How many times do you hear somebody <laughs> yeah. started piano lessons and it turned them against? Well, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it,
2: yeah, jealousy. Obviously...
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it either does that or like uh, not a you know you're. I'm some assuming lady, but... your lead instrument now is a guitar. It's it seems to be everything yeah. that you know on the videos and stuff. That's what you're leading with, so. It is the
2: guitar. So, it, yeah. but
1: it seems like the piano is such a great bass instrument that either does like you said, it makes you go, I, I'm not doing this. I really am, don't want to do music. I, I don't have the interest or right. you stick with it or it funnels you into other instruments. And and I guess the big thing, like with the switch, did, I always ask because, you know, I'm so interested in like the technical side of music. How much did learning the piano kind of translate for you into guitar? Was it a lot simpler because you could hear what you were doing easier and just make that transition quicker?
2: Great question. I have to say I'm so impressed that you asked that because a lot of people don't know that yeah. it actually helps with all instruments. Like so starting with the piano, you you've got like music theory right there. It's it's mm. all right there. You visually can see why it all makes sense and then it just kind of clicks. So our dad tried to pick up girls in college by playing the guitar and he could never figure it out. So he just had this Taylor guitar, like sitting in his closet. Kids being nosy. I was just like going through his closet. Um, and I found the guitar and I like pulled up YouTube. Thank goodness. We all had YouTube. And I was like, how to play Taylor Swift on guitar, whatever. And then taught myself the guitar. And that's when my sister decided that she wanted to jump in and learn something too. And you know, she's, a little child. I was like, hold on. Every time my parents' family, uh, my my parents had friends over, they would be like, "Oh my gosh, Nada, play, play us this song. You're so talented." Just <laughs> 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 like, what about me? So and she's a middle child, so she needs attention at all times, so yeah. all the time. She actually was always hitting and beating on like things and. And she came out singing. She, you were singing first. I never thought I would ever sing. I just oh. thought I would always like be in the background playing, in a, you know, an instrument. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of funny how it all turned out. But yes, the piano to this day. If I could have it my way, I would play the piano over the guitar. I love the piano, but hmm. I, I'm so energetic. I, I, you can't. You kind you of can't feel move stuck. around with it. You, you feel know. stuck behind a piano. Yeah. I don't know,
1: man. Guitars are coming back in style. You can always just what go, matter? you know. <laughs>
2: Those were a thing, man. That's cool. Oh yeah,
1: we had one in studio uh, about six months ago, and I almost lost my mind. I was like, "Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me?" It was amazing. (laughs) That's
2: awesome. So cool. I need to get on that. that. Yeah, get on that. Get
1: on it. That's gotta happen. You would probably definitely be the first, you know, country act that played the guitar as the lead instrument.
2: Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> We're like a challenge. I love that. Are you
1: guys ready for the weirdest acoustic duo in the history of man? The Kitar Acoustic Duo. All I know is <laughs> if this happens, we definitely gotta get a thank you for the top your recording <laughs> talk talk, while
4: you're on we'll stage. You yes.
2: <laughs> show. Absolutely.
1: But if people think it's a terrible idea, don't mention us, okay? Okay.
2: okay. No. <laughs> it under the
0: About how old were you when you started the uh, drums, guitar combo?
2: I want to say, we were when we decided like, okay, we both can do this music thing, like we want to put it together, I want to say we were probably like... Oh, it was 2009, was our first gig. So I was like 10. So probably 2008. So Hannah was 8, so that means you (laughs) were were 9 or or 10, 10 10 10. and you were like 11. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're, we're eleven years old. We were the babies. We were babies. Just with babies.
1: That oh. is unfathomable to me. I mean, it, it really is. It just—it's it, a mind bender. Do you remember the first show?
2: And yes, I do. Actually, wait, hold on. Maybe I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> for <Before Kirsten>, grocery, <laughs> we played three songs, and one of those songs was "Simple Man" by Lily. We C. Simple Man. We did. Obviously, we had to do a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, we had three. Friends. We had three songs. We opened up for some musician friends of ours, and that was another weird thing about us. Oh, Yeah, we like ran around town like watching musicians play, and we would go up eight years old, ten years old, whatever, and we would like ask them like. Are, where when are you playing again? Can we open for you? Like, we're in a band. Can we open for you? And they're no. like, oh, aren't you so cute? And they would like take us under their wing yeah. and like mentor us. We had a, a bunch of like family bands it around the area. And it, it's just so, so fun. So sweet. Constantly being surrounded by music was like the coolest thing ever. I I loved it. I loved it.
1: I think there's part of that that's, that's like it's amazing for that community to take that on you know especially if you have uh, older musicians that 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 see you all and go well we got to kind of take care of them but there's also a point where if they didn't see talent they wouldn't have been like they wouldn't have been encouraged that they would have probably been protective and stuff but i mean oh, you know uh, th- th- to think that that was cute never come back yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that these
4: days
2: you <laughs> sure you don't want to find another hobby yeah
1: <laughs> aren't you a good athlete shouldn't you be playing sports this is the delta <laughs>
2: right oh, man. Oh, Soccer crazy. and softball and i was just not coordinated enough <laughs> and we did tr- we attempted track we that did attempt track horrible oh. Horrible. That's fine. Let's not talk about that subject.
1: Tink, I got a question. So, all right, you see Nata playing and singing at this young age and getting the the notoriety. And, you know, like you said, everybody, hey, look, how do you choose? All right, so what I think I'll do because I want this, I'm going to put myself behind this wall of stuff and play a drum set. You yeah. know, because most people go, okay, I'm going to grab a guitar. I want to sing. I want to be in the spot. Um, So it's interesting. How, how did you, did it choose you or did you, how did that come about?
2: It honestly, like, I don't believe in it. Well, I believe in like fate and certain things happening for a reason. I think this is one of those things. Yes. When I was maybe five years old, we'd be sitting in the car, listening to music. I remember being in like my little car seat Mm or whatever. And just, being able to keep a beat. She would come up with like beats and she just hit on things like tables and, and, and she like, would take the, the silverware. The back of the car chair and everything. And it, yeah. it was really random. Like, how did we not think maybe she needs to be a drummer? Like, even... <laughs> Before we figured it out, you know that's so a good point. I've always just really enjoyed just rhythm and keeping it, but not rhythm guitar. I have tried it. I cannot do it for nothing. <laughs> I don't understand how people can play the guitar because you can't it- use your
1: feet, man. You got to be no can't. pedals on a guitar. <laughs>
2: On it. Well, I guess you can. But Is she she's always like if I mean I'm, I'm I'd be surprised if she can sit through this whole thing. She can't sit still <laughs> ever. Like she no. she has to move at all time. Have eighty bad case of ADHD. <laughs> like always. makes you move. A good drummer. It does. <laughs> I mean, most, she tries to show me things. And I'm just like, how are your arms not like... And, and it, singing on top of it has always been super fun. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed singing growing up. Like That is another thing about Tinka. Like not only was she hitting, like she was making beats with her hands and stuff, but to the radio, it's so weird to hear a kid sing harmony to the lead like on the radio. Like she's singing the harmony parts along with the radio. And as a child, you're, like I remember sitting there being like, what kind of vocal thing is she doing over there? Like, I just couldn't understand that because I didn't know what harmony was when we were like seven. I've always gravitated she, towards like high parts before anything. I don't enjoy singing melody at all. she's amazing. Every I now mean. and then in our shows, though, Nada is so generous enough to pull me up off stage and, and let me sing a song like by myself and maybe she tries to like do chime in and do the harmony. And I'm just so uncomfortable. I love <laughs> So that is playing and singing high part harms at the same time. That's that's it for me. Because like I I want to be right here on the drum, right Thank here you. where I'm safe and covered, <laughs> <laughs> and covered. <laughs> like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's
1: fun. And it's not like Nada takes it easy on your harmonies. I mean, you know, you watch uh, some of the videos. You're you're on the third fret with the capo. You're up on like the fifth and seventh. So your <laughs> your register and range to sing these harmonies is stupid. You know okay. it's well, it's, it is. It's phenomenal. It's it's the thing when you watch you all, because I'm a sucker for the acoustic setting. Let me. It's kind of, you know, uh, when when Brad talked, uh, when we discussed starting the one shot, that was the whole whole thing. What do you sound like inside of a room with no gimmicks, just a yeah. microphone? So, no
2: bells and whistles. No bells and
1: whistles, which you all, fortunately for us, you all have enough of that that we can just kind of, I went down a little rabbit hole and the, it just stands out. There's something about sibling harmony, number one. But the to not be stuck in. All right, I'm. We we sing in the key of A. Are we? You know, to be able to have the movement and to have that super high harmony that just sits. It's so pretty. It's it's oh beautiful.
2: Thank oh, you my so much. Oh, it's awesome. Best compliment. maybe thank you Best <laughs> <you're> so <laughs> much, We just what? we it like to fun. push ourselves too. We used to not be. So adventurous vocally before no. American Blonde, so in our Southern Halo days, we were a little bit more reserved. I in the box, say. we were very young. Though. We were very in the box, not, no outside of it. Afraid to push the boundaries. Oh yeah, afraid to push the boundaries. And then as soon as we switched over to American Blonde, we were just like, you know what, screw it. Like just have fun, you have fun, go ham, go, go, ham, go, turk, go yeah, ham, go turkey. Yeah, let's turk. go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you you had to be. I mean, starting uh, Southern Halo, which I think your sister Hannah was the bass player, right?
2: That's right. Okay, That's right.
1: so you had the the you were obviously super young, um, which leads to kind of what you are able to sing. You can't sing, you can sing about young love and, and that type of stuff, but you can't sing about life experiences and, and um, real you know things that are just real,
2: real emotions, yeah, like real. Real emotions, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to hear you say that too, because sometimes like we would beat ourselves up, kind of like listening back to out al- like you know previous albums. But then growing up, you realize like, oh my goodness, um, when you're that young and you're first of all, like your first album for anyone, no matter how old you are, it's it's a huge learning experience, I'm sure as you know. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, when you're young, well, like you're not even in your teens yet, or maybe you're just now coming into your teens, you don't know all these life experiences and, and you don't even know who you are yet. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that was kind of different being in the industry, you know, at that age, it was very Different, but, you know, kind of growing in it. Now being at the ages that we are with American Blonde, that was like, our sole purpose for wanting to change our name. I right? just remembered this one song that we have on our first Southern Halo album. <laughs> it's oh. called Moonshine. Ah. Speaking of not really being in touch with like our emotions when we were younger, we had no idea what we were singing about. You know, we didn't write it. So Kelsey Ballerini actually co-wrote this one song that is on our first, first Southern album, Halo album, and it's talking about being in the moonlight with a boy all alone. And our little sister and was Hannah singing it. was singing it. She was like twelve. You she- just know. It. <laughs> Her voice, how young she is, and she's like, "What are we sing about?" <laughs> we're hands, Hannah, we're holding hands. <laughs> you gotta give it a lesson. It's, yeah. it's funny, yeah. <laughs>
1: have, you know, I really couldn't imagine the. You talk about pressure at that age. I, you know, to be a, a child, really a child. Looking back now, uh-huh. I'm sure for you all, you're like, "Dude, we were children." Um, yes. It, yes, that would be hard to listen back and kind of I don't know and, and you, you take yourself seriously but I, I, it would be hard to judge that it would be hard to judge yourself mm-hmm. with, with old songs because you are like you said a child I wonder if like Taylor Swift hates her first album I wonder if she I, listens I
2: if Is that myself, why she redid them baby? No you know why she did redid nah, them No money like, yeah,
1: she, she got her royalties and her rights back that's
2: right. that's right that was actually brilliant I would redo my stuff oh, that, was,
1: that was gangster that was awesome
2: it was, it was, it, was
1: it was awesome she, it, oh, yeah and
2: she still I really appreciate how she was able to keep her voice like almost the same as it was just a little bit more mature but she mm-hmm. still like, tried to not change it too much but I know what you mean um, I feel like that too sometimes I'm like do the greats just like go back to their first albums and be like oh gross it's, yeah. it's kind of like <laughs> Disney just replays all they remake all the old Disney movies mm-hmm. and things like that. Like yeah, there's a thing to it. That's cool. It's so funny, <laughs> but I know you can't be hard on yourself because yeah. you have to look at things like that as milestones and stepping stones. Like because you wouldn't be where you are today if it wasn't for every single experience and lesson that went into this first one and then the second one and then you know it's all part of the process. You really are like little little book marks. milestones. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think they really kind of uh. A, a good representation, I think, of a record, especially if, um, it's, it's yourself on the pages. It's just a, a point in your life. This is where you are when this was written. No more, no less, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. So true. I like it. So true. That's
1: Which kind of cool. leads to this new record because there is a super, you know, uh, turn into some serious, serious yeah. writing. <laughs> even
4: difference. You
1: know, even the titles we got ourselves, Quicksand, Tell Your Mama Hi. if, like, tell your mom how it sounds fun, but if you listen to the lyrics and yeah. you know what it's about and quicksand, <laughs> same deal. If you know what's going on, yeah. um, you know, it takes a, a bit more turn into serious songwriting, but it doesn't lose the that pop, not pop, but, you know, just that great feel. You don't lose the great hooks. You don't lose the great lyricism, um, but you also get to take that turn into what I think you all would consider more serious life type of Let's
4: writing.
2: Heard. Let's hear one. Yes. Yeah.
4: yes.
1: <laughs> so let's uh,
0: tell us about tell your mama hi. Uh it's a great one. Oh, my oh gosh. thank
2: you. Thank I you. I loved hearing you say that because that actually was the goal with everything kind of moving forward into American Blonde. I'm the primary songwriter, so I was really trying to. I had I had like the worst case of like writer's block, or really my problem, especially being an older sibling, is thinking too much about what people think about me mm. or or, what, or the music we make. And so this whole project was mainly about. Like, not caring what anybody said. And just tapping into what you were feeling at the time or vulnerability. Like, just be super vulnerable. There. Yeah. And yeah. so I got together with a co writer of mine named Jimmy Nash. And he, he actually believed or not, like, when I met him, I had no idea he was a Southern boy, but we kind of like connected on the fact that I was raised in Mississippi and he dated this girl from like Arkansas. I'm like, well, I know where that is. Um, <laughs> so we were just kind of talking how. We love our Southern mamas, especially yes. like the boy Southern mamas. Like, you know, you, you're dating this guy and you can't wait to go over to yep. his house because you just really can't you wait to, to see her. You yes. want to see the person that raised this man. Yes. And then you'll end up being best friends. And he happens in every Southern relationship. It does does. She's this amazing woman. And then here, here this thing is, and he didn't come out <laughs> as great as he was supposed to be. It's like you look at him and you're like, how are you not as good as your mama raised Mm -hmm. you to be? Yeah, we did have, I had, I know I had an ex. um, (laughs) Growing up, I had this ex-boyfriend that his mama was amazing, but he was so mean to her and he just treated everybody including me like trash and mm-hmm. you're just like how did you come from her you know what i mean so I just, it's just it's unbelievable just, it's one of them things and we we're like well that's something relatable that we can definitely write about so nada went on did that i did and we just we had a laugh about it because you know as as a writer you have to like sometimes let that funny side out or a serious side or you know Whatever. But it was just something that had to be written because I also (laughs) love to take stories from Tinka. Tinka's got the funniest of stories. (laughs) (laughs) And so I kind of like to bring her stories to life sometimes.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) All right, let's check it out. Tell your mama hi.
1: production quality is so good it's so good
2: <laughs> thank you so much
1: those harmonies so oh goodness oh man, it's, seriously <laughs> unbelievable
2: it's thank
1: you guys you you all have to be like an engineer's dream when you come in and run those harmonies I, I, bet it's, oh. I bet it's one take easy stuff just done oh, they're no, doing man. the job for them <laughs>
2: <laughs> y'all y'all are just You're like so, so sweet. sweet thank you we, we did do. have a lot of fun with that one um I have to say like with this album too, that was one of the songs we really experimented on. And we had our producer Cliff and and some other guys kind of jump in on the woes like in, later in the song. Yeah, it was, and fun. It was just such a fun, fun song to to produce.
1: So when you all are uh, in the studio, you got your stuff together. Um, you know, you got your songs laid out and you're kind of going through and picking. Um How much room for changing uh, do you allow? Is it solidified or is it something that's kind of like a moving target? Uh, You hear it and you know it. How how do you go about that process?
2: So much room for changing. Limitless change. (laughs) Which is super like a weight off of our shoulders and and allows us to be more creative in the process because we know like it's not going to be solidified at any moment. Unless you master it. Right, right, but you could always take it back. You know, we right. had a song, um, make everybody happy. You That's know, right. we totally produced it one way. Great and song, we... by the way. Thank you, thank you. Thank her, you. Her I <laughs> said thank you. I take all the credit. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, we just decided. You know, this is not the direction we thought it was going to go in, and we just totally scrapped it and we're starting over. I mean, this it happens. Yeah, sometimes we just have to you know, like really do what's best for the song, and especially you might, as you know, like as an artist, it's just very. Um, it's kind of hard to decide that for yourself because there's so many different ways you can hear a song going. And that's why we love collaborating with so many amazing creative brains. Mm -hmm. Like your your producer, Tinka, with the drums and she's got the hooks and the beats. And 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 all the different musicians that we bring in the studio that we're great friends with now. Everybody's just so talented. And and sometimes somebody will come up with something for the song that you would never think of and you're like, that's it. It's brilliant. It's just wild because you're really making something out of, Nothing, Nothing, you know, mm-hmm. and you just, you go back and you're like, I want it to be better. I think it could be better. And you're, you're constantly thinking Ugh. that. So there's always room for change. It's so cute, Thankfully. Though.
1: Let me ask Brad this because I think, do you think that's <laughs> rare? I think that's, I think that's a great quality. And I think it's super rare that people come in with a song willing to let the song kind of speak for itself once other ears get on it.
0: Yeah. There's got to be some humility
1: there, you know, and yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's, uh, it says a ton about, yeah. you, you know, how you all approach this thing. And trust. I mean, you got to trust, trust people trustful. around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt.
2: Lots of trusting. In it God. is a lot. It is a lot, but thank you so much. We appreciate
1: that. It ha- well, I imagine like you've done it enough to understand that at the end of that process, you come up with something that's, either far different or just vastly more creative or something different that that allows you to do that. Because I, I do think that that is fairly rare that, that you're open enough to go, look, this is... Because you said it, uh, Tinka, that you're creating something from nothing. So to take that something from nothing and then put it in somebody else's hands and allow mm-hmm. them to kind of shape and mold that...
2: It is scary but it's it's fun. It is. You, and that's why you got to work with people you really you do trust, trust yeah, and, and love and are friends with. It's so <laughs> true true. It's like getting a tattoo. <laughs> you know it could be permanent or it is <laughs> <laughs> you want to be friends with the person doing it and you want to know what direction they're taking it in and all yeah. that it, yeah being friends is a very good point you know because we, we everyone on our team we feel like it's very much family like yeah. So when it and comes, they're on the same page as us that you know? way we can be honest with each other too yeah. we think communicating throughout mm-hmm. every like in any business is like one of the keys to just really moving forward the right way so thank you Yeah.
0: what did it look like recording this album was it a did did you guys go in the studio and hammer out a bunch of songs in in one day or was one song at a time or just kind and of what was the process?
2: It's it was a it, it was, was a, a long. it was a long process only because when we started it covid hit and COVID. we're like oh my gosh so we literally had like a year of us Writing songs after we just like what happened? It was we did one song, yeah, and we're I think it was Don't Let Another Day or something in the water, yeah. Then COVID hit, and we're like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? So you kept on writing songs. I kept writing, but we couldn't get into the studio, so we did start with Something in the Water and we immediately recorded that one. Um, and there's a story about why that song is the title of the album, but long story short, just kept writing and writing through COVID, and then by the time we were all allowed to get back together. And I just kind of like showed our producer all these songs. And I was like, I really want your honest opinion because there's so many in here. And I think all writers can feel me when I say this, but you know, you have so many songs and you love them all. But there are songs that the producer likes, the radio likes, the writer writes, and the people like, and the audience likes. Yeah. And, and they're all uh-huh.
1: usually different.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they're all so all different. Because in my opinion, the songs that you take to radio are never the mm-hmm. artist. Like, we have come favorite. to find that. Every single one that does well, we've always been like, man, A would have been my first choice, but exactly. okay, <laughs> but it's not our first pick, children. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you <laughs> think that is? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's it's because I think it's. I'm not really sure. Like all of your, they're like Tinka said, they're all like babies, and and they each have their own attachment. personality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Personality and attachment, and so when someone else can hear them with fresh ears. They're like, oh, this should go to radio and here's why. Because they're hearing it differently than we're hearing it probably. And see, but our thing is we're fine with that because if we we, if we didn't like any of them, we wouldn't have recorded them. So Mm -hmm. we, we, we got to the point to where we understand, you know, we record and then we have a fun little team that helps us decide. Which song should be pushed to radio and why? And it's really fun. But yes, to answer your question, the the recording process was it was a it was very long. Cause it we, was fun. Though. We wanted to take our time with everything. It turned out great. Thank you.
1: I wonder if you know you kind of mentioned uh, how kind of how people listen to music. I wonder if people listen different. You know, because as as a writer, you listen kind of more with your soul and your your heart, especially yeah. if it's yours. You know. Um and then you kind of pass those that album along. I wonder if people that the engineers the producers the the uh representation it just listens different. they're not listening with any attachment other than what's gonna what's gonna go what's gonna sell what's gonna get seats uh filled in venues and things like that so maybe they just listen different. I don't know. I think the radio
0: trains people to like a certain thing. (laughs) Really? Yeah, and I think sometimes maybe musicians, maybe artists, they're they're done with that thing. They want to do something else.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yes. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in the room with some people, and they're like, "Can we please write a song that is not supposed to be on the radio?" And I'm like, "I feel you, brother. Let's (laughs) go." No. no
1: Four on the floor beat on this one. Right.
2: And sometimes you know, and it's always good to write for radio, of course. But if, if you're really trying to itch that scratch you have as a as a writer, you really need to just kind of you got to follow your gut, and you got you got to scratch it, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> itch that scratch. Because then otherwise, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Uh, and The process will not be fun anymore. Exactly. So you Got to keep it fun. That's for sure. That's absolutely.
1: All right, I got a, I got a question, Aneta. You mentioned earlier um, how you kind of stop worrying about what other people thought about yes. maybe I don't know if that pertains to like everything or just the music stuff, but I guess this is more of a thera- therapy session for me. How do you do that?
4: <laughs>
2: How <laughs> does one do that? <laughs> I don't want to know. Well, I was just having, you know, Tink and I were sisters and we always have to, you know, be each other's rock. So, you know, we actually just had this conversation before, like earlier, like today, today, <laughs> earlier. today <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. It is it is hard. But at the end of the day, like what I tell myself is, am I a good person? Absolutely. Am I doing what I love? And am I able to help people through by doing what I love? And if the answer is yes, then if anyone comes across you and has any problem with you or just doesn't agree with you, that's okay. I've come to terms that not... everybody's going to agree with you. Like, you know, I think Post Malone makes great music, but somebody who thinks like Merle Haggard is like, is the truth, which he is, (laughs) might not like Post Malone, but that doesn't mean Post Malone's not good too. So it's like, we all have our different qualities and that's what makes the world go round. Like Tinka's got her fun quirks and I have my fun quirks and her strengths are my weaknesses and vice versa. And that's what makes us a good team. I got one
0: thing to say here.
2: Yeah, go for it,
1: Nada for president. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, I love got my vote.
1: What do you mean? You're the vice president? I think. I think that's oh, yeah. the way this works. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: how this works. You'll be getting speeches, and I'll be doing like the harmonies of your speeches in the background. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: it's
2: uh, hard. It's hard, you. but yeah, yeah. You gotta just love yourself and what you, life's too short to not be into what you're doing and doing it yourself as well, you know. And to worry about other, you know, about other not worries. making other everybody happy. And
1: You're I wrote right. a song about that as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Great song. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I guess I just really, you know, you guys live in a very, very uh like a, a super bubble of crazy talent, a ton of musicians, writers everywhere. So I, I guess that would be, for me, that would be tough. You know, because once you put that song out, it's... It, I, I guess that's where I would go. How there do you go? All right, it's done. It's out. I don't care what other people think. I guess you just got to play for who you yourself and your audience, and and not worry so much. But I don't know. I was just always lately. I guess pr- that that is a profound thing for me. Is just to.
0: But you know, I think yeah. you know, and I, it'd be interesting to see what you guys think. You know, when you decided to make this shift and be. You know, I don't know what you want to say, true to yourself or whatever it is, be who you are and not yes. not not try to be something that may not be you. It definitely seems like it didn't uh, hurt your popularity and your audience. <laughs> oh, if anything, it's it's kind of sent you soaring. I mean, have you guys found that to be the
2: case? I think I've noticed that recently with a, a, a lot of the shows. Oh, we're just so thankful that the fan base we started off with is still here with us mm-hmm. and, and they grew with us and I was, I don't know about you. I was so thankful to see people be like, absolutely, we support you. Because at first, of course, you always have that whole, they're going to hate it. They're going to hate us. We're not going to, you know, love everything. Yes. But it was very understanding. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say something else. We also changed our name during that time that literally everybody else changed their names, like the Dixie Chicks and Lady Annabella. (laughs) Yeah, everybody changed. We did have a few people coming up to us like, are you doing it for this reason? We're really like, no, 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 no. It's personal. It's not political. It's personal. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> A few of those people come up to us at first, but like I said, you can't make you, you can't, can't make everybody, everybody happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're lucky to have the ones that have been with us the whole time yes. and stuck it out with us through the end. So it's been sweet. It we has. We love it's it's been been fun.
0: fun. Let's hear another tune. Tell us about all horses firing.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Well, this song song is fire. Uh, It's really, really upbeat and fast. And um, I wrote this because, uh, long story short, the two of us, you know, like growing up on the road, you know, every single weekend and day was like going to a different place and playing and radio touring. And we were constantly living life in the fast lane. And Tinka lives life very fast. And I actually like to drive cars really fast. Like, (laughs) she's a race car driver. (laughs) (laughs) What? He is, yeah. That's she amazing. races on some weekends, she has this awesome like car and like a, a racing family. It's wild because we will go out to some uh, motorsports places. I don't know what you call them. I'm not. I don't know what it is. I'm not a <laughs> car. Person, but, like it, it's nothing but men, like men in their forties. And, and then there's Nata. <laughs> and then you're driving with these guys, and like, it's just the coolest thing I've never seen, oh, man. Thank and so you. this song is kind of uh, related to that as well. It like, is. What that's
1: the hell, man? I mean, how do you how do you fit that in? How, how did that even happen? <laughs> yeah. How did how that did you become happen? a car racer?
2: Seriously. Well, uh, that's a long story. I just needed to have something else to do. Um, you know, to get like I said, you know, I think too much, so I'm like, I gotta I gotta have something else to do on the weekend. So any weekend we're not playing music. Um, my my boyfriend works on cars, so we kind of work on cars, and I'll I'll just drive really fast. And sometimes I don't I'm not a race car driver, but I I do go to the high performance uh, driving education events, oh, that's and I just make, meet friends and yeah. and they always need somebody to play music. That's right? So. You're not a novice anymore. You're an intermediate. I'm you know? an intermediate one. Hey,
1: hey,
4: congratulations. <laughs>
2: So cool! <laughs> Thank you. But because of that, I'm glad Tinka brought that up. We are actually releasing the music video to "All Horses Firing" very soon, hey. and it's actually with my track family. So, um, and they're called Just Track It, and so you will see Tinka's in the car, and we're going fast around the track, terrified. And it's going to kind of <laughs> go in and out our performance. Uh, we got to play at the Music City Grand Prix, which, of course, as you like, you already know, we love cars and guitars. So, um, that was a really fun event. And so it's it's gonna be the most amazingly fun music video, and we can't wait for you guys to see it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) cool. Let's give it a listen. All horses firing. It's
3: never been my speed to slow down. It's never been like me to hold. And I ain't starting now I'm gonna take it to the limit Drop the hammer to the ground I'm racing towards Lord knows what Since I was born I just can't stop Cause if we only live once Nobody
1: That's gonna be a fun video. <laughs> Thank you. So that's gonna you're gonna shoot that soon.
2: Yes, actually, we just finished shooting it, and it's coming out. Oh, um, no kidding! Yeah, yeah, it's coming out soon. Really, Thursday, right? Thursday.
1: Whoa! <laughs> oh man, that's amazing! Congratulations.
2: Thank you. That is super Thanks cool. So
0: now, did you have any grease on your fingernails?
2: All the time. Actually, I was just telling the stick, like, let's go get her nails done. She was like, You can't keep your nails clean for nothing. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Literally between cars and guitars. Your hands are always. I don't have very feminine hands. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Scars and calluses, buddy. Scars and calluses.
1: Yeah. Tiki's
2: the drummer. She's always hitting things. She's got the prettiest fingers that ever snails.
1: Hey, you got to do it when you got those triplets and, you know, you got to be able to see them. Got the lights on them.
2: I get
0: it. I get it. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. So we were talking earlier, we are going to be in Nashville to see Marcus King on September 30th. Yep, at the Ryman. Yeah. Can't get here quick (laughs) enough. So that's what we're trying to work out. We're hoping we can uh, connect with uh, the two of you and and bring our mobile outfit and and record a few songs of maybe just uh, acoustic and cajon or something.
1: Yeah.
2: I'd be so down. Absolutely. That would be so much fun. Well, we cleared our schedule because you guys are going to be in town. So.
1: Hey! <laughs> You're too kind. That'll oh, be fun.
2: somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did notice in the Something uh, something in the Water video that Tinka had a bourbon and uh, Natta was drinking wine.
2: Oh, good, yeah. Yes. Good observation. Uh, We do love our alcohol.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, we We support you here at (laughs) (laughs) Topo. You
2: know, I actually just wrote a song. It's not recorded. It was just written, but it's called Red, White, and Booze. And I'm like ready for us (laughs) to put this one out because all of our fans are just like some beer drinking son of a gun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it would be a fun one. So I
0: would have thought the bourbon personality was Tinka and the the wine was Nada. And then we heard about the race cars. Now I don't know. I guess it's just all.
2: I know. know. I may go fishing on the weekends. I do some deep sea fishing. Yeah. And I do oh. some, some, some cabin hunting. Tinka, Tinka's the mudding and fishing and getting dirty. Like I, It's funny because I don't like getting dirty at all. And I can't handle bourbon, but she can. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
1: well, we'll definitely have a bourbon. Absolutely. Yeah, it will yeah. be like 10 a.m. your time, but... Sorry, you just got to take we'll it. We'll do it anyway. It'll be oh, fine. Cheers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we really appreciate you guys taking the time to to connect to us here and talk.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: We're gonna go out with. Uh, well, before we do that though, uh, tell our listeners that want to become American Blind fans or get to know you a little more, where they can find you. Where we're on socials, web, whatever you have out there
2: absolutely well we hope you guys want to be american blonde yes. fans we would love to see you guys at any future show you guys can check us out on our website at com, and i'll show you some of our music and our videos of some press and even where we're going to be next it has all the little list of tour dates and That's fun right. stuff for the rest of the year and some next year right, and right. uh And we would love for you guys to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube, all the fun stuff. We all over the place. (laughs) 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 For having us today, yeah. Oh no,
1: thank you you all.
2: Thank you all. all The future, yeah. (laughs)
1: Like ten days, we'll see you then.
2: That's right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Soon. Thank you guys so much. This was (laughs) such a blast.
1: Yeah. Thank thank
0: you. you. We're going to go out with quicksand. Tell us real quickly about that.
2: Absolutely. This was our very first single as American Blonde. I wrote this song um, during the pandemic because I just saw so many people kind of bickering back and forth on Facebook about being stuck inside through the pandemic with their children and partners. Um, And so I kind of was going through the same thing. And I wanted to write a song that kind of got me out of the kind of craziness and anyone else listening. So this song is really about kind of being stuck in a bad spot, but understanding it's going to take two to get out of a sticky situation you're in. So hope you guys like it. This is called Quicksand. Woo!
0: All right. Thanks again.
2: Thank y'all.
3: Us. 'Cause we're living-